Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions round the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore different avenues of the great Disney universe. This week, we have another special guest with us, as well as pretty much the whole crew. Uh, Crystal is off run training again, so we will catch up with her in another episode. Um, And this week, we have our friend Julie. Who is Hello. a who is a West Coaster as well, and Julie's going to be talking to us this week about. She just came back from a uh, recent trip at Disneyland, and she had done all the holiday and Halloween stuff, and as well. And so, reason for having her on this week is besides we wanted to hear about all that. Jessica has just come back with a group of her friends and had done similar. Thing she went and they did the Halloween party and all the that holiday fun stuff. So I thought it would be a fun idea to have the two of them chat um, since we don't nearly get as much Disneyland uh, information <laughs> as much as we'd like to. So and we know uh, a lot of our listeners like hearing about things going on over on the West Coast, as do all of us. So I am going to turn it over to the two of them and just let them kind of talk about their experience uh you know we didn't we didn't go halloween heavy this year with mickey's not so scary because we kind of did that last year and uh, i know adrian had went to the party this year and she touched on that briefly so uh hearing about all the disneyland stuff is going to be pretty cool especially uh, i'm very interested to hear about all the cars land decorations and the halloween i believe it was called and Mm-hmm. The Vampire Mater Parade and and the whole nine. So, <laughs> Jessica, Julie, <laughs> uh, the floor is yours, ladies. Awesome. Um, just for context for anybody that doesn't know, um, what we're talking about is with the Cars Land. The reason that we're singling that out is because it's brand new. Um, in the past, Disneyland has always done quite a bit for Halloween, specifically in New Orleans Square in um, Frontierland and on Main Street USA, but California Adventure really didn't have that much. Buena Vista Street did a little, but it wasn't really anything spectacular. Um, And the Halloween party is just in Disneyland, so to kind of try to balance things out, this year they've really stepped up the decor on Buena Vista Street, 
and in Cars Land. Um, so that's why we keep talking about that specifically, even though the whole resort does Halloween decor. Um, so that's just kind of some background. But I wanted to ask Julie, because you did two Halloween parties, right? I did. So why did you do that? Had you never done one before? What was I've never uh, done more than one per season, so I'm just curious what your thinking was. Oh, well, happy to share. First, I want to thank you guys for having me. I've listened to you guys regularly since the beginning, so I feel I'm sorry. special and honored to be here. No, I feel special and honored to be here with you guys um, and to talk about Disney because we all love Disney. Let's face it. There's nothing else important in our lives but that. Nope. Um, no, I had I did a, actually did a Halloween party two years ago. So that was the year um, before they added the parade, which was last year. Um, so that was my first Halloween party ever, and I, I just took the whole thing, and it was a great experience. Um, having grown up and not really been somebody who liked Halloween, um, that particular party actually turned my whole point of view around, and now I love Halloween. Um, so that was good. But the reason for two parties this time was when I saw that the schedule was going to list Friday the 13th, I thought that's kind of a no-brainer must-do. You've got to go that day. Um, and because I was down there for... Um, quite a bit of time decided to add another party just because I had so much fun the first time two years ago. Um, so beyond that, other than wanting to have a good time, there really was no serious rationale for why I chose two parties. <laughs> why not? Why wouldn't you do it? So, exactly. Um, but I think, you know, it's it was interesting. I like that they had changed this year and allowed, um, in addition to the three hours early admission that you normally get with the party ticket, I like that they made that three-hour hopper for people to be able to go back and forth since they did, Jessica, mm -hmm. as you said, sort of expanded the, the Halloween decor into DCA and really started beefing that up a little bit. Um, I unfortunately didn't really take a lot of advantage of that. That was sort of like the period of time when I had taken a break from the park because I'd been there since early in the morning and just needed to get away for a little while before the, the evening festivities. Um, but I thought that was a nice add-on for families, um, you know, especially families that had kids that wanted to, to see both parks and, and may not have been able to, uh, you know, had the opportunity to do so. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I am kind of in the same boat because it was 100 degrees when I was there. So we used that time kind of before the party started to just cool off and, and take a break. So I didn't really hop either. Yeah. Um, but what did you think of the parade? The, the nighttime parade at the, the, and the Disneyland Park? Um, yeah, the, the Halloween parade. I actually really liked it. Um, I had caught the tail end of it the first party. We were over in Fantasyland and hadn't planned to watch it the first time. We were going to see it the second, the second showing. Uh, but caught part of it as it went by, and it was just really awesome to see all of the villains and, and the, you know just everything that they had put together. Um, so when I saw it, like from the get-go the second time that night um it was just it was amazing um the parades are always fantastic it doesn't matter what parade it is but i think the halloween theming and all the villains um and the way they were incorporating all of that together i thought was really cool yeah i loved the there's a haunted mansion float in the parade where they have grave diggers and then they have the ballroom dancers and then they have the the gatekeeper um and i thought that was really cool too Nice. Now, question, because I don't... I've never seen the Disneyland player because I've never been, and I've never watched it on any sort of YouTube or anything else. So, I should have asked, like, 
like for a float by float, I guess, comparison to see if if it's fairly similar to the Butiu parade that we have over here, if it's different. But the the haunted mansion uh, unit that you're talking about sounds pretty much the same as us. Now, do the grave diggers have the shovels with them that they bang on the ground yes. with and spin around and make sparks and all sorts of fun stuff like that? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. So it's probably very. And then they have the hitchhiking ghosts on the float. Yeah. As well. Okay, so it's probably very, very similar. Yeah, I think it is. It, from from everything that I've heard, I haven't seen the Disney World version, but it sounds like it's it's pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah, and I think from what I've seen, the only difference that I've noticed is in the, the ballroom dancers themselves. And I think, um, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in Florida, they're actually all in, decked out in white, so they look sort of ghostly. Yes. And in California, they're all in, they're, all of their costumes are color. So yeah, uh, okay. Different colors and that kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. I loved any excuse to see more of the villains because they're just, yeah. I, they're out more in Disneyland, it sounds like, than in other parks, but they're still really hard to find. Um, right. And I was really lucky because uh, my friend group, we went as peasant princesses and one of us was Belle and we ran into Gaston twice and he noticed her right away. So the first time he chased her through the fantasy fair and took a picture and then the second time he was on the parade float and we stumbled onto a, a front row seat at the last second um we didn't even realize the parade was starting and he pointed to her and blew her a kiss so it was kind of extra cool that we got oh, an interaction too <laughs> yeah that's yeah it was really cool yeah that in fact i think that's my only um one of my only two really i guess things that i and i don't even really like to complain but one two of the things that i didn't like necessarily one of which was that i think it's really hard to have for all that the villains are out and you see them on the parade and even when they're roaming around villain square i don't feel at least this time and and i'll say that with the caveat that i didn't spend a lot of time in villain square this trip unlike the last trip two years ago but I didn't feel that you had as many variety of villain meet and greets this time. And I could be wrong. I don't know what your experience was, Jessica, if you did that or not. No, I, I thought the same thing. Because from what I could remember last year, Frollo was around. The Queen of Hearts was around. It was it was a huge pot. Dr. Facilier was out. And it just seemed mm-hmm. like there were only three or four at a time. It was kind of mm-hmm. disappointing. Yeah, yeah, because I think, well, when I went two years ago, when they did the villain rotation through Villain Square, you actually had the opportunity to meet Hades. Oh, um, man. Which, yeah. Oh, kidding. No, we waited in line for like an hour, but they swapped out before we got there. So I was hugely disappointed. And then when I asked this year, they said he wasn't coming out. So I was really disappointed about that. Um, But they had, um, he was out. I think Frollo was out. Um, you know, you had the usual Maleficent, the Evil Queen, and um, Cruella. They still rotated, I think, this time. Um, but they actually had them right there in the front of the train station where you could actually stand in line and have your picture taken with the PhotoPass photographer. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So that was sort of disappointing this year for me, I think, that you just didn't get enough of that interaction. I mean, it's great to see them, but I think people would like to have a little more interaction with them during the Halloween party if you don't get it during regular hours. Well, yeah, that's completely different because I know none of the major villains meet and greet at even at the Halloween party. I think Jafar was the only one. Uh, Steph and I had caught him when we, her and I went last year. But other than that, it's it's like other characters that aren't out, but it's not necessarily villains 
Cruella was out this year. Was she this year? She was okay. We saw Cruella, which I didn't remember seeing last year when we went, but this year I saw no. Cruella. But I know they did like that villains mix and mingle that was like in the castle forecourt, where it was like a dance party. But it you really couldn't take pictures with them, I guess, unless you like grabbed a selfie or something. But then again, it's in it dark, so I don't know what you're. But there was no formal with a photo pass or anything else for any of those big name villains. And they were, a lot of them were out during, it was like all the ones that were in the parade were involved in that, mm-hmm. in that show. So you had the bowler hat guy and oh, the bowler hat guy. Oh. Yeah. He was, they added him last year or the year before when they added, yeah, he's never anywhere. No, he's in the parade because they added yeah. him when they added Wreck-It Ralph and uh, Vanellope. Oh, I love them too. Um, yeah, they they took over like the end of our parade where Goofy used to be in the driving the candy machine. Now it was Ralph and uh, Vanellope, which is pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, this one that the last parade in the floats really cool. That one they sort of like. If I think it's the last parade, that's the one Jessica where Gaston's on the back, but they've got the giant maleficent dragon at the top. Yep. And I think like the evil queens on that float and Hades and Cruella. Jafar's nice. on the other side, I think too. So. It was a good one. So you said there were two things that you weren't super happy about. What was the other one? The other one would be the length of time. Because, again, as we had said, I like to tick the box and get all my photos with my characters. Um, as if the lines were really long. Um, you know, if you, like in my case, I got to the party when it started. It's like a five-hour event or whatever. And each night I was there, I spent two hours in line waiting for characters. Um, and again, it was my choice, so I wasn't doing other things. But it just, I feel like with all that they've got going on, and I think the kids, you know, I mean, I'm a kid at heart, but I think even the younger kids would like to be able to meet as many characters as they can because they're all dressed up, you know, certainly the Fab Five are all dressed up for Halloween. Um, it just, I just didn't like spending that much time waiting in line. No, it's true. And even the trick-or-treat stations had sizable lines, and then the attractions certainly The first year that I went, I think, was 2014, maybe. And from what I can remember, almost every attraction was just a walk-on. There were no lines for anything. And every year since, it just feels like maybe the capacity has gotten larger and larger. And Mm, it's not really that much of of a shortened thing anymore. And I think you're right, because the party is so short that you kind of have to be really picky about what you want to do, because you can't do everything that you want to do. You can't do all the attractions and all the characters and all the trick-or-treating. Um, exactly. exactly. And they so don't I... have fast pass during the party, so you have to be really, you have to think through what, what it is you want to do and where you want to be. Right. Exactly. Well, and that was part of sort of how I approached it. I had decided to eliminate all of the attractions because I had max pass, so it, I was kind of getting on things when I wanted anyway. So I decided not to write anything at either party because I figured I can get that during regular party hour, you know, regular non-party hours. Um, didn't trick or treat at all the first night. Um, the first party opted to skip that to wait to spend my time waiting for characters. Um, and then the second night, the second party, I did do a little bit of trick or treating, just because who doesn't want candy, and um, and tried to you know psych circulate through a couple of other um, character meet and greets that I had wanted to do, but and um, just tried to kind of focus on more of the entertainment than the actual attractions. Yeah. Is that true in Florida as well, that it's it's really hard with the lines and you kind of have to be strategic? I know you talked a little bit about how you can't do everything, but is it is it that kind of thing as well? Yeah, Definitely. You have to pick and choose. I, 
I myself am not a candy person, so I could care less about waiting in line for candy or trick-or-treating. It just doesn't interest me. So that is one part of it I don't have to worry about, or my wife either. I mean, obviously, if we do it again with the kids, that's not going to be the case. I'm sure that's all they're going to want to do. Um, <laughs> I, My favorite part of the ones in Florida is the parade and the fireworks. So if if that's all I really do and ride a couple of attractions and grab my event T-shirt, I'm kind of happy with that. And just being in the park, just with the decor and the different music playing, all the loudspeakers, all the Halloween-style music and different versions of songs and the different background musics in the land that, that are in the different parts of the Magic Kingdom that are Halloween-themed is pretty cool. So that's what I enjoy them. I mean, I've never – I mean, other than – when it was just Steph and I, we never, with the kids, waited for any characters. I mean, I know my daughter would love to get a picture with Jack and Sally, but, I mean, those people queue up two hours before the the event yeah. even starts yeah. to even get close to being in that line. So it's, you know, if she wants to do it one year, then I'll obviously stay in the line with her, but it's just to Go to, me, go to California. Crazy. It was only an hour, RJ. Go to California. <laughs> yeah. during the well, my mind. <laughs> Yeah, believe me, that that's probably a better option. <laughs> well, this year they got smart. The first year they, I had never seen the the first party I went to in 2015. They actually had them outside, um, down by Rivers of America. And you know, in October, as Jessica said, it's still really hot in California. So, you know, Sally wasn't out very long. They were crossing the haunted mansion, um, which you guys know has the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. So they were, it was a good location. But you know, she can't be out there forever. She's like melting in the sun. Right. Uh, so she was very hard to get. So we only met Jack that trip. But then they've moved them into this little alcove um, down um, in New Orleans Square, which I think is a better location. But it's still hard because the line queue is really wonky because you're like kind of outside um, Cafe Orleans and it's really hard to kind of get where you're going. Right. Yeah. Now, now is 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 the whole park open or is it just select attractions? I know in Magic Kingdom, for example, it's just select attractions that are open. The whole the whole place isn't open for the party. Pretty much everything is open. They close um, the back of Fantasyland and Toontown when they do the fireworks, but that's not right. specific to the Halloween party. They do that right, right. every night. And you can't go to Tom Sawyer Island or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm but, saying yeah, I, every from what attraction I remember, is open, though. Yeah. All the attractions, right? I, I can't think yeah, of I anything think so. that's closed. No, I think they're all open. Okay. All the big ones are open for sure. Yeah. There was nothing I noticed that I wanted to go on and it was blocked off. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, see, that's what they did this year. They took – I know Splash Mountain is closed for refurbishment, so that's why it wasn't on. And people were losing their minds because of that. But I want to say there was another big one. Adrian, do you know off the top of your head? There was something else that they removed from the list. I remember when – Initially, there were a bunch of things that were going to be taken off the list. Um Seven Dwarves, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, several. Um, the only thing that wasn't open Ugh. this time was Splash Mountain. Yeah, well, Splash is... that is, the one that's being referred? Yeah, that's closed until mid-November, so that was a known thing. But, I, yeah, you're right, those other ones. Because, yeah, because people were, I mean... There was an uproar, and Disney said, oh, just kidding, and... I think they weren't kidding. I think they were planning on probably trying to keep them closed to scale back on having personnel in the park. But are you kidding me for raising? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, raising the price up and then offering less of an experience is 
that makes no sense. Classic that's just, Disney. Classic no, Disney. Kidding. Yeah. Well, um, it seems to yeah, be. They do it all the time, right? <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> just kidding. Wow, Adrian. Um, sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Kind of kidding. Kind of not kidding. Right. No. <laughs> well, it's like they try to, you know, slip things in every once in a while, and it, you know, there's public uproar, and then we pay the money anyway. And right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I think just instead, they just upped the amount of people that they let into the party. Oh, they've definitely increased their capacity. Because, and I know this isn't what we're really talking about, but, you know, we've been kind of talking about lines. It was insane. It was a Sunday night in September, and the lines were insane for everything. So I think that's how they're doing it instead. They're like, oh, okay, well, we'll open the attraction, so we have to have the personnel. But now we're going to let an extra 500 people into your party. Yeah, we'll be there Thursday night. I'll let you know how bad it is. Yeah. Well, on the Disneyland side, I wonder, are they really expanding capacity? Or, you know, the other issue we're having is a serious crowd flow problem, which is part of the reason that they probably don't close anything because they can't Uh afford not to. Um, And I don't know if this has been 100% confirmed, but what I've heard is that the Halloween party is actually moving to California Adventure next year. Yeah, Um, I've heard that too. Yeah, and I think it's kind of to try to alleviate some of the crowds. Fix they they need to redo the walkway on the Rivers of America by New Orleans Square. Um, it's it's tiered, so there's a couple of levels. And from what I understand, that was originally designed for better viewing for Fantasmic, but all it's done is just created a traffic nightmare because there are like flower beds between each level. And oh, that section I think is awful. It's awful. It's, no matter like, what time of day, day, forget it. Yes. So I think they want to kind of redo that before Star Wars land, land opens because I just can't even imagine what Disneyland will be like if they don't do something drastic. <laughs> um, and I think that's also why they kind of beefed up the Halloween stuff in California Adventure because they're kind of prepping for that to be an equal Halloween sharer, whereas before that was really just in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you think of particularly uh, Buena Vista Street in Cars Land. And they also had um, the Coco display in Paradise Pier, too. I don't know if you got to check that out. Oh, I did. I did. That was really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was really nice. Um, you know, the addition of the Headless Horseman statue was, was amazing. Oh, um, yeah. And to see him lit up at night was like, I just got goosebumps. It was so cool. Um, and just Cars Land in general is always awesome. It's one of my favorite places to go at DCA, especially at night. Um, it just comes alive when all the neon comes on. So to have all of that extra layer of Halloween decor and the the, the coloration of all the different whites, the purples, the greens, um, it was just really fun to be there at night. Um, so I loved it. I don't know. What did you think? No, I loved it, too. Cars Land is probably my favorite spot in California Adventure, so I was just already really looking forward to it. And even with high expectations, I was still impressed Mm -hmm. because I just thought there was so much detail. Like, I knew that they were going to have the giant spider car, and I knew that the cones at the Cozy Cone were going to be like jack-o'-lantern cones. But Mm -hmm. there were still surprises. Like, the, I didn't realize the... I can't remember what the building is at the end of the street had eyes in the windows and there was a spider web above the cafe made out of chains. And there was just so much detail in everything. Um, And what I really liked about Buena Vista street was I thought they kind of 
tried to differentiate themselves because most of Disneyland and California Adventure, their decor is kind of just green and orange. And I thought it was really cool that Buena Vista Street went purple uh-huh. and they had bats everywhere. So it was it was clearly different, but it was still fitting with the theme. Like uh-huh. I loved the bats coming out of the tower and Carthy Circle and um, the the green was around the headless horseman, but everything else was purple. Like all the trees on the street were had purple lights. So it made the headless horseman stand out. But at the same time, it was kind of this unique, I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was really cool. No, I did too. And and I agree with you. The attention to detail, both in cars land and on Buena Vista street was amazing. I mean, just, yeah. you know, there was the witch over the radiator Springs store and then the broken, like spooky car out front was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over by Fillmore's and um, Sarge's, they had all of those little cans that just were all spooked out. It was just the spiders with the spark plugs. It was just really cool. And really I cool. loved the cocoa stuff in Paradise Pier too. It was. Did you go over there and did you see that? Did you see the show? I didn't catch the show, but I saw the Tree of Life and I saw I the skeletons and I tried some of the food. Um, and then the, I also really liked uh, the. The, it was like a display. I don't know if they did meet and greets there with Coco or not Coco, Miguel. Um, but it had like the TV and it was supposed to be his room and all the flowers and everything. I thought that was beautiful. No, that was really gorgeous. Um, makes me even more excited for the movie. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if that was a meet and greet or not. I don't. I didn't see anything about it. Um, but I never yeah, saw. Tell me about over the there. show. I didn't get. Oh to my see god, the show. the show was amazing. Um, they had these great. Um, dancers they were just so talented and i can't remember the name of the group but it was an all-female mariachi band um oh nice. i want to something divas and like oh they, yeah they come so, at christmas too they're incredible yeah. they're incredibly talented but their makeup was just on point it was like half their face was like a sugar skull day of the dead and then the rest the other half of their face was just everyday makeup and so like depending on which way you saw them it was just it was really cool and then these other guys come out with the skeletons um, I don't even know how they're constructed or what you call it, but they're like the skeletons are like attached to the dancer in the middle and they're on rods. So wherever he moves, the skeletons move. Um, really cool. Very, very well done. I mean, every show at Disney's phenomenal anyway, and their talent is incredible. So this was no exception. It was just it was really good. Really good show. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that does sound awesome. Do they have yeah. any Coco stuff in Florida? I didn't see one thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I mean. We weren't. That movie has been very under advertised. Yeah, and I don't know why. I, I didn't. We didn't go into the Mexico Pavilion, so I don't know if there was anything inside. But that whole place in there is kind of like Coco all the time, just because of what it is. But I didn't see anything specific or any advertising or nothing for it. Merchandise. I don't remember seeing anything. Yeah, definitely not at all. Um, speaking of merchandise, do they do special Halloween party merchandise? In Disneyland, or is that not really as big a thing out there? Like party-specific shirts and things, or not really? Oh yeah, any oh, yeah? chance okay. to make a buck? Any chance to make a buck? I, you um, just don't. You just don't. You're not going to pass up an opportunity. No, I know you. I thought I was don't the cynic like, tonight. You just don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't hear about it as much. That's all. I just was wondering because it's not like people are like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go and get my, you know, my shirt and my pass holder shirt and my pin and my button and everything else. It just, it just doesn't seem like there's. I'm sure there's, there's people that work. go for that in Disneyland. It just seems like 
those wackos were just in Disney World, me being one of them. <laughs> no, no, I'm the wacko representing on the West Coast. No worries. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, for, for my friends and the people I know, they'll get it if the opportunity presents itself, but it's not a, I have to run in the store and grab this right now. So maybe it's not as extreme. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, extreme. That's the word. Yeah, no, no. I, I must procure my shirt and whatever merchandise first thing so then I don't have to worry about it at the end of the night when I'm tired and no well, what and people it's just the beauty of two parties right so you can kind of yeah. scope out the merchandise and make For real. Your, you know kind of you know and then buy the next night next time yep what people were chasing this year and I don't think it was only at the party I think it was during regular hours too was an oogie boogie popcorn bucket yes i saw people that, were that going was the, big thing. the line for that was longer than the line for the haunted mansion at times yeah and you wow. know you know what that line was full of mostly ebay pirates. people are going to resale them yeah, yes exactly it was it the, makes well, you know, me so mad it was the same thing with the yes. with the epcot merchandise with the 35th stuff people were and with the rose gold ears and with yep. the beauty and the beast zippers oh, it's the same thing every time until oh, they can i tell you yeah, that it too. It is so funny. I didn't see any of the Oogie Boogie popcorn buckets anywhere. Like, I didn't see them for sale. I didn't see anybody with one. Like, I never saw one. I was there for five days. Never saw one. Because they're all on they're eBay now. Already, yeah, I was there <laughs> but, the weekend before Julie went, so they were probably already gone. Right. Well, and it's funny about the rose zippers. So I was there when that was all the big thing back in the spring, and those, of course, were nowhere to be found. And now they were, like, literally everywhere. Everywhere. Like, to find them in Publix for everywhere. $10. Yeah, oh, everywhere. Every store, every the Rose Tavern, they were like everywhere. Yeah, yep. Adrienne shipped me one from Be Our Guest because I couldn't find one. And then there was just like three tables of them in one store. And I yeah. just thought they were making fun of me at this point. <laughs> well, remember, I was there in March and come upon the line of people waiting for four hours to buy 200 cups. Yeah, uh, that's right. You were there right when the Red Rose uh, Tavern opened. Yeah. How miserable was that? You guys have convinced me that cruising is the only way to go. <laughs> I, I cannot imagine on a cruise ship waiting two hours for a character. That just doesn't happen. And nope. this merchandise madness stuff. I'm like, Merchandise Ugh. madness. I love it. I'm like, only Disney can make you pay $100 to get into a park to stand in line for four hours to buy something. To buy something else. Exactly. And you're That's happy right. about it. And then you're That's happy right. about you're it. Happy. That's right. You make it sound insane when you put it like that. Yep. Oh, it's, total, it's it totally insane. insane. It's completely it insane. Cruise people. A lot cruise. Insane. <laughs> well, you know, there, there's Halloween on the high seas. You get Jack Skellington. You get Sally. You get all of that with less than half an hour in line. Do I? Wow. There just say. Can, can I have a meet and greet with you, though? <laughs> with me? Yeah, you. Every week. Okay. Right here. No, no, like a real meeting. You, you definitely no. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> I wanna, line to wait for I me. I want to take a picture with you next to the Mickey statue in the atrium. No. With that rat, would mean that we were on the Wonder. With with whoever's on whatever ship doesn't have to be Mickey. We could be on the Wonder. I like the Wonder. Okay. I want to just so we can put rabbit ears over each other's heads. Because <laughs> you. I want to see. I want to you know see you in go. sparkly sequin mini ears. Because I think hey, you would I just them. bought three pairs of those. Yes, we have a program for you, hun. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I've got some very nice that you can borrow them. <laughs> it's, I believe it's right. But yeah, so you I, got the mint ships. julep ones too. I, I did. You did get oh. those. Oh, I bought the mint ones, the, the Christmas ones, ones, and the Christmas ones. I like the Christmas ones. She's Louise. I have a problem. 
but yeah, the cruise ship with Halloween on the high seas and all that, there's no waiting in line. You know, there's an event, you go to it. There's fireworks, you go to it. There's meet and greets. You know, the lines are a little longer at some of the special ones, but like I said, maybe 30 minutes. Maybe. <laughs> there's built-in capacity. I mean, the crowd control oh, yeah, is built absolutely. in. So that, that's something that, you know, there's something to be said about built-in crowd control that I absolutely adore about Disney Cruise Line. Yeah. Getting too old to wait in lines, y'all. No, I <laughs> hear you. Getting too salty for that. I hear you. Well, that's because you spend too much time on a cruise ship. That's salty. You know, I can't complain. Salty. <laughs> it's healthy. It's he- it's a it's a healthy salty glow I have. <laughs> true, true. true. Like, let's wait for two hours. To- I don't wait for two hours to do anything. I I have still haven't even been on Frozen because the last time I went, the line was like. 200 minutes or whatever insane thing that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. was no, like, no, no, no. Uh, I definitely have limitations. I'm not waiting two I, hours for it. I have my limits. Yeah, no. I, that's for sure. <laughs> Give me Halloween on the high seas any day. But I do want to see this, the new things that they have over at California Adventure. That seems like a lot of fun. I still haven't been to California Adventure since Cars Land opened. So all of this new Halloween car stuff has me geeking out a little bit. Ooh. I thought they were adorable. Yeah, they the pictures I saw cute. looked looked really awesome. So it was just beautiful. It's always beautiful, but it was just extra. It was really cool, and the fact that two of the attractions had Halloween—I mean, they weren't quite overlays so the way the Haunted Mansion is, but um, the ones that play music while you spin around—they played Halloween music. So that it was just That's really fun. cool. Just yeah. nods, little nods to Halloween. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I saw a clip, and I don't know if it was you that put it, Jessica, or somebody else, of I guess the. Uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, and there was like a um, Grim Grinning Ghosts thing mixed song mixed in, but it was like Mater singing yeah. it or something. It was some weird rendition funny. of it. Yeah, they changed it to um, Mater's Graveyard Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then it was it's like sit around the table and think of that. Yeah. And then the Rollick and Roadsters, I don't know if it had an, a special name, I can't think of it. But it was the same thing where they played Halloween music. It was really cool. <laughs> the names they come up with this for this stuff. Jessica, yeah, the whole was that thing only, was that only during like Halloween party nights because the night I was over in Cars Land, like I never heard Halloween music coming from either one of those attractions. They didn't do it every song. They would do it every couple songs. Oh, okay. I probably hit it at the wrong time. Yeah, so it was easy to miss. But I, I don't know. That's a good question. It's possible that they only did it on Halloween party nights. Um, oh, probably because that's how it is in the yeah, Magic I wonder, Kingdom. Because you know, you, everybody who's not got a ticket to the party migrates over to DCA at night. So yeah, no, that that would make sense, but that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Huh. Next year you won't have to worry about it if the whole party's over there. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just be that. Exactly. Part of me is kind of sad because it is really cool to be by the castle and New Orleans Square and stuff. But then part of me knows it'll just be so much better for traffic flow because it's right. really a nightmare right now. So, so will, I kind of get it. Will they still decorate Disneyland for oh, Halloween? Yeah. They're yeah. just going to move the the party events and stuff over. Yeah. So now do the See now I wonder if they'll bring like the streetmosphere stuff over there like the I can't imagine they're going to bring the cadaver dance over to California Adventure. That doesn't make any sense. So are they going to have to Well they could, I guess. They could they they float on the rivers of America, and California Adventure does have Paradise Bay, so okay. they could fog that up and float them. But you're right; it, it doesn't quite 
fit the same way. So maybe they'll have new stuff. Gotcha. Maybe. Oh, but I love the cadaver dance. They are oh, no, awesome. they're very cool. Yeah. They went by when I just so happened to be trick-or-treating at the front um, station right on the water. Mm-hmm. So I got an unobstructed view of them. It was so cool. I went by I, one of their shows later later in the evening and was trying to film and take some pictures. And I think by their third song, I was like the only person standing there. <laughs> I put that whole You're section right me. there on the cobblestone right there in the front. Nobody was around. And I thought... Where are all the people? I was like, I had, it was amazing. I had a great view, but I thought, you know, they're putting on this great performance. I'm like, where are all these people? Wow. <laughs> nobody nobody wants to stand around. They have candy to get. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They are awesome. And characters they to wait for and merchandise lines to wait in. Well, the merchandise <laughs> lines were not long, RJ. They were easy. No. I got all my the, stuff without an issue. No, I, I, and I could, the ha- Halloween time in the magic, it's not like that either. It's not. It's not insane because they do so many of these things that, you know what I mean? People, and yeah. honestly, if, because it happened to us one year because we didn't get our stuff on the night of the, that we were at the party just because with all the kids and everything, the kids were small. I went back the next day to the Emporium and spoke with like one of the leads or the manager or whatever. And he said, as long as I had my ticket, the hard ticket that he could verify that we were at the party the night before he mm-hmm. the merchandise was all in the back and he just asked what what i was looking for and sizes and i ended up getting like seven shirts because got you know got whoever wanted one i got all the uh all, all of it for him and they still honored the the discount and the annual pass discount and everything else so that was pretty awesome so and i don't know that they do that on the norm but i think it's not out of the realm of possibility if you forgot or couldn't that night and go back and if you speak to the right cast member it could be a possibility that they'll they'll help you out and get you the merchandise so i mean cuz at that point you've paid your price and if you just couldn't get there for whatever reasons logistically then you know why shouldn't they honor you being able to spend more money <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Well, you know, and that's an interesting point because I've heard you guys talk about that before at other events in Florida, but I didn't get the impression, and Jessica, I don't know if this was your experience, but I didn't get the impression that there was only, the Halloween party merchandise was only available during the Halloween party. Like I went into the airport in the middle of the afternoon on a non-party day and I think I saw like Halloween shirts, you know, dated and everything like they sell right there in front of the Emporium. Did you? No, you I, that was the same for me. Yeah, and I think Disneyland kind of sells that stuff for a lot of the year because I think I'm thinking like Jack Skellington cake pops, for example, because that's my favorite. I can get those in the middle of the summer and you can buy Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. So I think that they definitely don't restrict it as much as it sounds like they do in Florida. Well, there's yeah. other Halloween stuff, but you can't get the shirt that says Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party 2017. Oh, like the specific the branded specific, for that. Yes, that's the oh. stuff that you can only get. Oh, no, the Halloween gotcha. stuff is out from, you know, whenever they started decorating yeah. Halloween, August 20. I'm talking about like party-specific merchandise. So like the shirt that oh, says okay. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And then there's there's another – there's two versions of that. There's there's a regular Hocus version. Hocus T-shirts. Then there's, uh, then there's an annual pass holder shirt that has like the pass right. holder thing somewhere. And yeah, no, there's definitely event-specific merchandise that you can only get because they close okay. the doors to the shops at 7 o'clock. And, it, and, e- and every door is guarded by a cast member and they have to scan your band to even go in. Cause wow. Because you, you have to be a wow. paid – Well, because they don't want people who didn't pay for the party getting the merchandise. 
Well, that last year they started doing that a little. <laughs> yeah, no, last... not true at Disneyland at all. <laughs> last year they started doing that a little differently at Disney World. RJ, they they actually have it in an area that you can't go into in the store. Oh, okay. You have to show your uh, bracelet to get in there, but right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like before... a secret back room or something. Yeah. Yeah, they keep one. These section, days but... they don't close the store off to anybody if they can make another buck. Right. Yeah, because there was only because there was the Emporium, and then I think a shop in Frontierland, and then probably Big Top Souvenirs that only had the merchandise. So you would have to even to even get in the store, you had to show your your band. So I guess like Milford said, they probably changed it now, so it's just one section that's probably heavily guarded. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you that know. in Disneyland. Not in my experience, anyway. Right. I've, hey, I have I, never seen that. They are really strict about showing your band to even walk through a land like it's right. one thing you can't get on attractions but you also you can't even go toward like new orleans square or fantasy land they they check that really harshly but yeah. i've never seen that for shops yeah no oh. i think well i think they do that because they don't maybe because there's so many people in the magic kingdom like you can't get in the you can't get on any attractions or shows or anything else without them scanning your band but you're kind of free to i mean if you would just meander about and get in the mix of things, you probably could hang around and like catch the parade if you're in the mix of the crowd or or even the fireworks if you're kind of discreet about it, you know what I mean? Because they're not scanning your bands for that, for like the public performance, but you know what I mean? You're just not going to be able to go on any attractions or candy lines or anything else, which if you're if you don't matter, if that stuff doesn't matter to you, then I don't see why you wouldn't be able to stay. I don't think they, they definitely don't want you to, but I think they try to usher everybody, as many people out as they can, before 7 p.m. Um, that don't have that bracelet on. So you can only get so many people. I don't know. I'd well, you know, and that, that was I'd, what was weird on the second party I went to, is that I was coming down Main Street, and they were making an announcement that anybody who was not staying for the party was going to be allowed to be an extra half an hour in the park to shop after oh, the party wow. started. Oh, I don't really? Know how, how they were yeah, I was like stunned. I was like, "Wow, wow!" Yeah. I did not experience that. That's really interesting. Yeah, it didn't happen the first party I went to, but the second party uh, on the, on the Friday the thirteenth, they made that announcement. So I don't know what that was about. Hmm. They also extended. We did the free party in Toontown that night, uh, which I didn't even know existed, but I'd heard about it earlier in the week. And they actually extended that as well. Um, I had heard that runs the hour before the party starts. That particular mm -hmm. night, we got in line, and it was 5.15, and the line was already down past um, almost to the entry to the storybook boats. Yeah. Um, like, right across from, like, the, the Small World Wall and the popcorn stand over there on the left. It was, like, down that far just to get into Toontown at 5.15. So a cast member came by and said they were extending the pre-party in Toontown by an extra hour, um, which I also was surprised about. Yeah, yeah, so. we tried to do that too. Um, and when we saw the line wasn't quite that extreme, but it did go back to the wall, and we just said forget it. We just kept walking around and taking pictures. I didn't even go into Toontown. Yeah, no, it was it was fun. I mean, it was fun to see the characters dressed up. Um, but yeah, it was. I didn't even trick or treat there because it was just like there was just so many people. I couldn't even. I waited an hour total. I got Minnie Mouse and Daisy Duck in an hour. Um, half an hour for each character and then after that we left because we were moving on to go find 
it's the hour-long line for Jack and Sally. Because <laughs> so, we knew what time that started. We had a cast member conversation the earlier party in the week, so we kind of knew when we should line up for that. So we went over, and it was still an hour wait, and we got over there probably right around 7 when the party started. Wow. That's not terrible, though. No. No. <clears throat> It wasn't too bad. It was just, you know, it was just we had waited, um, you know, I had just done, an, you know, an hour in Toontown. And then Tuesday night, when we had done the Tuesday night party, um, over next to where you get on the boat, the Mark Twain for Rivers, you know, on Rivers of America, they had um, Peter Pan, Wendy, and Captain Hookout. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so we got in line for that. But, of course, again, they're rotating characters. So by the time we got up there, it was Captain Jack, which is, you know, no slouch either. Right, but right. I had seen Jack at last year's part or the 2015 party. So I really wanted Peter Pan, Wendy, and Captain Hook because I've never seen Wendy out ever at Disneyland. Yeah. So, I've never seen uh, her out ever anywhere either. No, so we missed her. Um, I took pictures while I was waiting in line. And then they looped you around. I don't know if, Jessica, if you did this, but they looped you around and <laughs> And you got to meet Ricky and Mickey, and they were dressed up as pirates for the whole pirate backdrop and treasure chest full of stuff. And right. Oh, cool. I saw them, but I didn't actually stop to take pictures. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was that was cool. And I asked in Toontown. They said Mickey, that was the only place Mickey was going to be out that night because um, Daisy was in one outfit in Toontown, and by the time you got back over to the other part of the park, she was back out in a pirate costume. So, so that was cool. But again, that was an hour wait. So, and then I forgot who else we saw. We saw somebody else, and then we waited another hour. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did you eat any of the Halloween stuff, Jessica? Besides your Jack Skellington cake pop, I tried some of the treats, uh, like the the black rose cake pop. It was mostly desserts, and um, there was a, a cookies and cream dessert in the French market that was supposed to look like a grave. And, um, one thing that I heard was really good, but I never got to try was the, the orange sprinkled, um, Mickey beignets. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Those the, seemed the dream cool. the, Yeah. We had the, the cream sickle ones. Yeah. And I saw that there were pumpkin spice churros, but they were $2 more at the stand we were by than a regular churro, so I just got a regular churro. <laughs> <laughs> you probably made a good call. I love pumpkin spice everything, but I had pumpkin spice churro two years ago, and it wasn't really yeah. all that. So you didn't anything. <laughs> what about uh, you? Did you try any of the, the treats? Yeah, it was all desserts, just like you. Yep. <laughs> um, we, did the, we did the Dreamsicle beignets because the time before we had done the pumpkin ones, and those were good. But the, the, the creamsicle ones were pretty good, but they, I guess, weren't orangey enough um so that you know it's like they were sprinkled with stuff and so it was, could have had a little more sprinkling probably would have been good um and then we did the um uh the snake and spider chocolate goo that was the oogie boogie dessert at um the french market yep that was really good um with the gummy worms and everything it was just the presentation of it alone was was worth the purchase but it was really very delicious um, and then we did over in Cars Land, we did the, um, the spooky cone macaron, which looks like the orange cone with the oh, candy Oh, my cone. friend the, got that. Yeah. That was so good. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Uh, better than I expected. she also did the, the black cauldron spicy mac and cheese. Oh, the was black. that really spicy? I didn't want to do it because I can't do a lot of spicy food. So I was, I, I got the regular one, but did, was she say, did she say it was really hot? Yeah, but she was a big fan. So <laughs> I just thought it was cool that it was in a black bread cone. I thought yes. that was a nice touch. 
that was a very nice. Well, they did, did just so great with the with the theming of the food too. And then the other other thing we did was the grape um, gulent shake at Flo's Cafe, which was like a grape flavored milkshake thing, which was also really good. Very nice. Yeah, I had a whole list of food I was going to eat, and I didn't eat anything on my list. And I ate a whole bunch of other stuff that was just as delicious. Oh, me too. <laughs> I had a, a paper, a piece of paper in my purse of all the things that I wanted to try, and I don't think I tacked three of them. No, I missed the churro, the the s'mores churro. I really wanted to try that one. Um, and then I skipped the galactic churro over in Bugs Land. I did have a purple churro from Tomorrowland, but it just tasted like a regular churro. It was just purple, purple colored. <laughs> the only other one I've ever had is the golden one they had during the 50th anniversary of Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I had that one, too. That was like that lemon was flavored, actually, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I brought a whole bunch of those home for people who didn't get to go with me. Sure. You're the one who's buying everybody churros. That's right. That's right. Well, I packed the Tupperware. I was prepared. I took it home. <laughs> Tupperware. That's hilarious. <laughs> walking, walking out of the park pops, with a I've come home with churros. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, well, it sounds like, bit sounds, of a like tweet. sounds like you ladies had a good time. Both. Yeah, the party was fun. Again, I think if you could just change those two things, more villains, more villain meet and greets, less lines, I think I'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because I've been complaining a lot, but it really is really fun. I mean, we wouldn't keep doing it if we didn't love it. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope they definitely trend towards adding more stuff because as, especially as the prices keep going up instead of lessening experiences or taking stuff away or chintzing down on show options and things of that nature, so... Who knows? Only time will tell. I mean, they're. I don't know what the price point is for the ones out in in Disneyland, but I know the ones in in the Magic Kingdom pretty much, except for the ones that were started in late August and maybe the first couple of weeks of September. You're pretty much up over a hundred dollars for most of them, or right around a hundred dollars with no. If that's if you have no discounts of any sort, so and that's on top of a park ticket, so. Yeah, that was a big source of frustration for me because we were originally going to do two Halloween parties, but there was no annual pass holder discount this year. So I only ended up doing one because it was just the price went up and there was no discount. Yeah, the only discount they offer is DVC. There's no AP discount here either. So it's just a DVC discount, which is about, I don't don't even think it's 10%. It might be, but saves you on the tax. That's about it. Yeah. (laughs) So cool. All right. Well, that was awesome. I'm glad you got to experience that. And I'm glad you got to go twice, Julie. That's, that's pretty cool. I think most people would love to be able to do that. On, on... I only splurged cause it was a birthday. Otherwise I'd have been in the boat with you guys and gone once. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. That's so, well, Hey, those once in a lifetime things are always awesome to do, especially when it involves something at a Disney park. Anywhere. Right. Oh, and I, can I tell you one other thing that, that, that was fun about the Halloween party? So although the ha- not really the Halloween party, but the Halloween theming of everything is that sure. I did the monster I did the monsters after dark oh, cool. on the Guardians oh, of the Galaxy yeah. Tower. Um and that was that was really cool. It was a nice twist. Um I thought they handled it pretty well. They you know, they had a situation where they'd do fast pass on the regular ride 
up until um, I don't know what time they cut the fast pass, actually the retrieval of a fast pass off at. But at about three o'clock every day, they'd they'd flip it over, and then you could pull fast pass for the nighttime version, which was the monsters after dark. Um, so the fast pass like reset during the day. Um, so that, to give people a chance to get a fast pass for that, and then they'd shut the ride down for like an hour. I think the cast member told me between like five and six, maybe, um, while they reset it. And then at six o'clock, it started being the nighttime version, uh, which was the monsters after dark. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that the the storyline was a little. It was like building off the. I don't know if anybody if anybody's written it. Um, Jessica, I think you may have said you wrote it during the day, um, the regular yeah. version. But they, they build on that story for the nighttime version. Um, so it's like another extension of what you'd already kind of gone through as sort of the whole story for the premise for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and then there's a monster and the music's different um, and some of the drop sequence is a little different. So um, definitely cool. Is there only one version of Monsters After Dark? Because I know there's a whole bunch for the daytime. Um, I think so. I wrote it twice because the person I was with doesn't like to ride that. So I pulled the two fast passes and double up and ride twice. Um, <laughs> nice. Which, which was really nice because I got to ride the daytime version, the nighttime version, um, and star tours a bunch of times extra. So that was cool. Um, but I think it was the same, you know, it was so hard to process it all. You know, so much is happening in the ride at once. Cause it's, it's different than the way tower of terror used to be. I don't know. Tower of terror, which I loved. Um, and was sad to see it go. I'm actually, um, I hope nobody throws tomatoes at me, but I'm actually a converted person. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like awesome um, mm. what they've done with it um, in terms of theming and story. But the, the drop sequences are different. Yeah. Um, and I actually like them better in this version just because of the way that they do it. Um, so I don't know if that they were different nighttime versions. I don't think there were, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I have to say, I really haven't decided what my opinion is because I only went on it once and it was almost like sensory overload because just mm-hmm. so much is happening that I feel like I need to write it again before I decide what I think of it, you know? Yeah, definitely write it again. I think I got, I wrote it three times um, and I got three of the five songs. So I had three, I don't remember what they all were, but I got three different songs, which was great. That's and awesome. Then I heard, yeah, and then I heard a cast member who, who also runs the dance off out front. Um, when we had a big long line for meet and greet for Groot. So yes, I stood in another line for another character <laughs> greeting. Um, but how, how can you not? It's Groot. So um, <laughs> she was saying that um, there's actually, I guess, six different story sequences that show during this. If I heard her correctly, she was talking to people in line in front of me. But I think that she was saying that there were five songs and then there's like six different stories that play out when the door is open. So you don't always get the same story, which... I didn't really notice because, again, it's sensory overload and I couldn't process between the music and the storyline and the dropping. And the, it was just a lot in a good way, a lot, but a good way. I, I'm assuming it's the songs are from the movie. Yes. Yes. From both or just from the first one? Uh, I don't know exactly. I'd have to go back and do a little research to know which <laughs> ones played when I was there. But, okay. um, but, you know, it's just it's just it's just fun. It's like loud rock, you know, rock music. I mean, you yeah, can't yeah. Go so it was nice. fun. In this cool. Awesome. So I'm glad to hear there's a lot to do because some, for some reason I was thinking there wasn't as much going on and I don't know why. Uh, maybe because the park is a little smaller. So I thought maybe they didn't do it as nutty as they get over here. But I'm glad to hear that it's 
seems to be pretty much all the same offerings, just with Disneyland's twist on it, which is which is excellent. And then with the whole Cars Land new new stuff this year, which is which kind of one ups it on ours, if you ask me, because. Other than pretty much Main Street, once you get past the hub out to the other lands, there's not much as far as – there's nothing as far as decor. It's just wherever they've stuck the characters, uh, the special characters that are out for the party. So it sounds like uh, with, with all of Cars Land being decorated and plus Disneyland, at least for this year, it's like you've got two separate places that are all done up. So that's pretty cool. All right, so before we – wrap up I just just one thing I wanted to mention and it, it came across the uh, the wire today today being Monday when we record that for Walt Disney World they are going to now the, the old way was for planning and fast pass booking if you were staying on property and were a resort guest uh, you had you could start booking your fast passes at 60 days out and for people who were not staying on property, non-resort guests who still had reservations and park hopper tickets, they were able to – you had to wait and you got 30 days out. So the advantage was to stay on Disney property, um, which the way it should be in my opinion. Uh, so now as of today, they're announcing that uh, – I don't remember when. I couldn't get through the whole article because it was just aggravating at the title of it. Um, so now it seems like – they're extending it to other hotels that are four other hotels that are not on Disney property but are in the Disney Springs area. I guess it's Hotel Plaza Boulevard or something of that nature. Uh, so four hotels located on that strip are going to be allowed to – for people, guests staying at those resorts are going to be able to book their Fast Passes at 60 days out as well, which I'm not happy about <laughs> because – and not just to be – not just – because of the reason to be outraged, and I'll give you my opinion on it, is because <laughs> part of the reason of staying on Disney property and within the bubble complete should be you should have perks in doing this. You get the Magical Express from the airport. You get extra magic hours and late hours at the parks at night. You know, you're paying a premium, whether you're paying rack rate for these resorts or through a travel agency or even if you're DVC members like uh, myself in Milford. And so what you're paying for a service where you should get a little bit above people who aren't staying on property because – just because. It's, it's like you know membership has its privileges type of deal. And I'm not just speaking specifically of DVC. I'm just saying membership of staying on the Disney property in the bubble. So the fact that – you know, people may see it as being elitist or saying, oh, we're better than you. And it really has – that's not the way I'm looking at it. It has nothing to do with that. I get not everybody can pay and it's expensive to stay there, but I'm sorry. Oh, well, you know, that that's the, that's, you know, the perk of being able to do it. So it, it's, it's a little annoying because some of the, some of the higher sought after fast passes, which now is pretty much Pandora. It's still frozen are hard to come by at 60 days. So now you're adding however many more people that these hotels hold that are going to be grabbing those fast passes up and it's just going to be even harder to get things that you want especially with these tiered systems that they have at some of the parks so you know i, I don't know how 
how the rest of you feel feel about it. I know Melanie doesn't care because she's on a cruise ship somewhere. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, she doesn't do lines. You know, that's that. right. I don't do lines, but they took away four of my resorts because we have a highly allergic to dog family. Um, so they took away four of my resorts. Okay, so they give me four back over at Disney Springs. Those hotels aren't exactly cheap. There's they're bubble adjacent. As long as they don't expand it to all of the good neighbor hotels, I'm okay with it. You know, as long as it's just the Disney Springs ones. Um, but most of those rooms at those resorts aren't exactly cheap either. And I'm sure that those right. properties are paying a pretty penny to be considered one of the Disney Springs hotels. Probably much like the Swan and the Dolphin have to pay whatever they have to pay. But I don't so much have that much of a problem with this. Like I said, I don't do lines very well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But I did grow up at Walt Disney, you know, basically at Walt Disney World, so I I do get both sides of this one. But I, I think I have less outrage for this than I do about dogs, and I love dogs, so <laughs> I just don't want them at my Disney Resort. Yeah. That's another podcast. I'm with you on that one. Yep. Look, it took my... us months to find the dogs that my kids wouldn't be allergic to. Months. <laughs> so, so you know, multiple dog danders or not in our mix so you know what we'll just go stay somewhere else there's it's only four resorts either way you look at it it's either four disney right. springs resorts or four dog friendly resorts i have right. much more in my life to be upset about but i don't frequent the parks as much as you guys so this isn't going to impact my family as much as it will some more frequent visitors yeah i mean i'm, I'm with you i just i just won't go i just won't stay at those resorts and i don't even honestly i don't even know which i don't ones stay at them out anyway what's <laughs> I that themed I don't even know which resorts they relegated to them any, for the dogs anyway, so I, I really have no idea. Yeah, but, it's not so. that big of it. Yeah, I, I think that expanding it to four more hotels, I, I think you're right. I think it will only impact probably Pandora for a while. And I, I'd like to see how, if it's going to, it's not like we'll ever know any difference when it comes to the new lands opening up over at Hollywood Studios. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's just going to be another change we'll get used to. Right. Well, some of it may be even some of it may be are gearing they, towards that because of the influx of people that are going to come in. Those that once both Toy Story and more so when Star Wars comes online. Just Star Wars. M- maybe I, I didn't read the article. Are they going to expand any other benefits like dining plans or Magical Express to those resorts? No, it was so oh, far. I it was, didn't think about that. It was okay. just Fast Pass, but didn't say anything else. Oh, please, you kidding me? If they ex- expand it to the other stuff, the people's heads will explode. Just asking. I haven't read the article yet. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't read it fully either. I got past the first two sentences and, and the title, and I, I stopped well, there. don't worry. The article is all about two paragraphs long anyway, so it right. doesn't no, say I that know. It, it was, yeah, no, yeah, it's, I, it's very I, vague. <laughs> yeah. I think as long as they keep well, it limited, much this. like the dogs, I'm okay. No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, here's my issue. I don't mind it per se because we stay off property. Now, granted, not in these nice old Disney Springs hotels. We tend to go for condos if we're going to stay off property. But we aren't necessarily bubble people all of the time. But we're also not DVC members. So, But here's my issue. Why expand it to this and leaving out yet another gaping hole of a perk for annual pass holders? That's yep. more hmm. of my issue. I don't understand why, like, Crystal, who lives in Flippin' Orlando, 
took it took her forever. I remember to get a fast pass for Frozen, you know, because they're annual pass holders. They have to right. wait for thirty days as opposed to the sixty. Yep. Mm, that's my issue. I it's I just 100% another agree. Yeah. Karen I would Michelle. like to see annual pass holders, kind of like a tiered system, like Castaway Club members. If you are an annual pass holder, maybe split the difference between the sixty and the ninety, and like it's seventy-five yeah. days annual pass holders. Go, go for it with your fast passes. But I think what they're more worried about are pe- annual pass holders making fast passes and never showing up to the parks. So right. I get yeah, giving, I, I get that. giving a little but, bit ahead time. So maybe seventy-five days would split the difference and give those annual pass holders a little bit of a perk, which considering the price of those things, give them a perk. Yeah. We need more. Which also goes up every year. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, They're over $800 with tax. Yeah. It's insane. And so, I mean, I don't know. That's my issue. That's where I'm coming from on this. I don't, I'm not, like you said, Melanie, it's only four so far. It's only four. Who knows if this goes well and if they're making change from these hotels, they may expand it. I can totally see to that. The but, good, I would see them uh, expanding it maybe to the good neighbors. Again, maybe tiered at 75 yeah. days. But yeah, but we'll see. And I'm okay with tiers too. Like split the difference, like you said, between 60 and 30. Um, I would be okay with that. But yeah, happy because if you're staying on site and you don't have it, it's already so hard. Yeah. No, if you stay on site. Yeah. If you yeah, it's sixty. If you don't have your fast passes at sixty days, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> at seventy five days, somebody is going to come in and take those fast passes. Listen. Or that's fifty nine days. days. It's going to come in and snatch it up. Like, I can't do math today. I'm doing cash <laughs> no, math. I'm going to call you out on that. that. You know, call me out on my bad math. That, you know, specifically, <laughs> I'm thinking Castaway Club days, which is seventy five for the first time cruisers get seventy five days. You know, silver and gold. And platinum have shorter windows, which is better, or longer windows, which is better. So, yeah, no, call me out on my math anytime. Feel free. So, 60, <laughs> so we're looking at 45 days. 45, 45. not 75. Yeah, let's cover for the tier yeah, system. I think that that's editing. totally work. <laughs> RJ's a genius editor. He can fix my math and edit. Sure. <laughs> but he won't. He could. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, we know he has the skills, but he will not fix my math problems. I'll, every time you said seventy-five, <laughs> I'll I'll do my best impression for, and I'll put forty-five because that sounds just like you. I'll make you sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. Mickey 45. Mouse, you're gonna sound, make me sound like Minnie Mouse here. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh man. RJ. Yep, 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 yep. See, this is why. But I it already is so hard to get these fast passes. Oh. Yeah. You know, I try to get y'all back on the rails. It, it doesn't <laughs> work out well. I'm just going back on mute, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, try, like hey, try being... when I was making fast passes, it's impossible. <laughs> try being a travel it agent is. when you're trying to get six or seven people's fast passes all at the same time. Yeah, hmm. it's the same. You just can't do it. And, and so if I'm going to be competing with people, like, Make it go back to when it was at midnight because then, yes. you know, it's kind of like Black Friday shopping. If yes. I'm right to stay up late, <laughs> I no, should get definitely. Those fast packs. Yeah, yeah, I don't like, I don't seven, like the new. Yeah. yeah, that seven o'clock in the morning thing kind of sucks. It totally sucks. It really does. The midnight thing was easier. 
I mean, seven I can o'clock, stay up late easier. I well, not even that. Early. Even if I went to bed early, I'd set my alarm for you know ten of twelve or something like that. But seven o'clock in the morning—that's like seriously like I'm leaving for work. Kids are getting ready for school. It's like the worst yeah, time true. in the world for true. anybody to do it. That's the problem with that. I mean, last time I had to when I did well, it for whatever. Anyway. What's that? I said us East Coasters anyway, right? East like, Coast, even right? Worse, yeah. If you're on the West Coast, isn't it like yeah, it's four, four o'clock in the morning? Four in the morning. Something. That's not bad. <laughs> Nothing yeah, I'm thinking California native set that one up. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> some West Coast person <laughs> trying, to, trying to, you know, cast some evil spell on us East Coast dwellers. Right. Our dear Duchess. <laughs> her dear Duchess laid the law down. She smacked down her scepter and she was like, that's it. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that kind of power. Domo. <laughs> <laughs> how it all goes and last i heard this wasn't 100 percent confirmed anyway right no like, probably no i'm sure it isn't about i tell no. you what this 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 came out to take the uh pressure off of the uh off of the dog thing because <laughs> people because people were losing their we collective minds oh, off of that. oh my gosh i swear dogs. people well, were we did, losing their we minds we did at least get confirmation today through the travel agency that they will honor people's requests to have a room that has. They will make every attempt to to make a to make it so that they have a room that has not had a dog in it. Now, the problem with that is, is you've always had the possibility that you may get a room that has a do- has had a dog in it because of service pets. Right, right. Because right. they're not required to disclose that that room had a service pet. In. Yeah, but I always say that there's a big difference between a, an occasional service pet and a room that has been has had an open door dedicated. policy to multiple types of dogs for months well, and months. Because and not to mention dealing with different danders cause different allergies, and if it's one service dog, those dogs are meticulously groomed and trained and well, kept, and they're not going to probably have soiled. <laughs> incidences with service dogs because of no, how well you they're trained. You wouldn't think well, so. Well, no, and Where, they're with their owner all the time. They're not going to be it, stuck in the room for They're not going to be left in the room. Right. Yeah. That's the other thing. My dogs don't like being left alone for more than four hours. The seven-hour thing, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> seven hours? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah so I, I think there's a, the, the people who are screaming, but service dogs have always aren't exactly allergy literate. Nope. Nope. All right. So. But yeah. But it's only for resorts. So, you know, I'll go stay somewhere else. No big deal. If pe- I'm happy for another. people who want to bring Fido. There's happy 20, for them. There's 26. <laughs> pick, pick one of the other 22. Exactly. So. It's all good. I'll leave my doggies home with their pet sitter. If not, Melanie will take you on a cruise. You know? <laughs> I like my cruises. Or you could go to Disneyland. <laughs> where nobody can afford to stay in either one of those two hotels. <laughs> so you have to stay Three. Off, There's off three. Yeah, three, that's right. <laughs> well, doesn't Paradise Pier not really count because it's just like a converted Motel 6 or something like that? Yeah, but each room is only like 100 bucks cheaper than the Disneyland Hotel. It's right. still crazy yeah. expensive. It's still, it's still it insane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just stay on points. Yeah, I, I just yeah. rent points, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So, before this goes in any other direction. <laughs> it has to um, every week. Not like that would be anything new. That's what makes that's what makes us special. That's what keeps the fans coming back. You never know back. what's going to happen. That's what nope. keeps them coming back. 
Spontaneity. Yeah, that's so. what we'll go with. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to consider that charming this week. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately when we're done recording, I'm going to throw my phone across the my office because it c- completely doesn't do anything. So, <laughs> uh, the screen doesn't work. It won't, like, open an app or swipe to the side or do anything. It just stares at me. Duh. Frustrating. Yeah. Before we sign off, Julie, where can we find you on social media? You got anything you want to uh, want to plug? Instagram, Twitter, anything? Well, thanks for the plug opportunity. Um, yes, you can find me. I co- share the um, Instagram and Twitter handle of Our Sweet Disney. So that's where you can find me and my partner in crime who goes with me on all my crazy Disney adventures. So you can find us there. Awesome. Thank you very much. And is a good follow. Good follow. She was definitely uh, on top of the pictures and things during her most recent trip as I was following Amazing along. pictures. So yes. she does Thank you. definitely did a good job. Much better than I did uh, my last trip, where I don't think I put anything on social media because I didn't. Take yeah, any I don't pictures. think either one of us did very well there. <laughs> it was kind of yeah, hard. Yeah, couldn't, but I was awful. looking, and you guys. I told you, RJ, you were supposed to periscope. I don't think I, you scoped once. No, it was hard with booze and food in my hands. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw the pictures you were tagged in. Right. Oh, I was tagged in a million <laughs> oh, thousand pictures. Yeah. Yeah, you might uh, even see my uh, video of being Burger Meister at Beer Garden. If not, I know I have that somewhere, and I could put. That I on haven't our posted page. it yet. I'm going to do that this week. Yeah, so. Burger Meister, yes. Meister Burger. Exactly. Yep. Oh my gosh, Arjun, you've got to tell Stephanie about that. She and I have a running gag about that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I did. <laughs> if I showed her all that stuff. I barely got to. Haven't talked much about my trip with family, just because as soon as I got back, it was back into the back into the swing of things. So, but I anyway, you. I just went through all my photos from my trip. I've been home a week and a half, and I've like <laughs> took like I don't know twenty five hundred photos, and I just finally wow. looked at them nice. today. Yeah, that's always the fun part. With that, we're gonna wrap this episode up. We thank everybody for listening, and we will talk to you all next time. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. When you hear the sound of the restroom bell, we're hosting with spirits well. Restless bones, if you realize, rises poops of every size. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. Now I will raise the safety bar, and a ghost will follow you home.
be sure to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. <laughs> Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate if you decide to join us. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. <laughs>